we have a problem with being real. Everybody say that they like to keep it real and they like to keep it 100. And man, that's not true, man, because those uncomfortable conversations, man, people don't want to have them. And then no. <laughs> the, ele the elephant ain't going nowhere. You keep yeah. walking around it and, and the rooms are getting smaller. And so you can't act like the elephant ain't there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> people don't always have opportunity to touch and have those real conversations and that real dialogue. And so, you know, I got to bring it to you and I got to bring it to you on the level that you understand. Because right. I think sometimes too, we get too wordy, too, we too deep into academia that, Man, they, hey, I'm struggling and I'm going through it. I ain't trying to hear nothing about your your pedagogy and right. I ain't trying to hear nothing about that. But I just went and spoke at uh, IUPUI school uh, yesterday. Uh, 18, it was 18 urban, they have an urban teaching program. And uh, it, it, it always hurts me when I go and I go see these, even when I go into our urban schools that 75 to 80, sometimes 90% of the teachers don't look like the, 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 the people that are in the community that they're teaching in. And mm -hmm. so I, it was 18 students. It was one Hispanic, no African-Americans. The majority of them uh, were, were white uh, and white females. And I'm like, and while I applaud them because I had great dialogue with these kids, all of those students had a why on why they wanted to teach. There's something that happened to them personally that they were either affected by a teacher or something that happened to them in their young lives that they was like, you know what? I want to be a part, a part of the solution. Yeah. Uh, and so, but it always pains me when I go in and I've been doing it for the last couple of years going to speak uh, to this class and it always pains me when I go in and I see that the majority of the people who are in a urban teaching program are not urban. Mm, mm. While some of those white students grew up in some low income backgrounds, you said it during when we were talking, man, it's a lot more easier as a student when I can look and I see somebody that look like me. Not saying that the yeah. whole school has to have all black teachers, right. but man, when I can walk down the hallway and I can see African-American people, it's not the janitor. And it's not the, yeah. the, the cafeteria lady. Yeah. I mean, or it's not the lockout lady. It's somebody that, no, that's a, that's a social studies teacher. Mm -hmm. That's the math teacher. That's the principal. That's my guidance counselor. I think that that's so important. But then mm -hmm. my the professor, uh, he's a friend of mine from South Bend, uh, and, and we went to lunch and we were talking. And the question was, well, how do we make education appealing? so we can make our African-American students. And we gotta start in high school and we gotta start in elementary school and middle school. How do we create experiences in those environments that will make them say, you know what? I wanna be a teacher just like you, Mr. Gammons. Mm. Mm. I think that's what we gotta get to uh, yeah. because man, when, you, when I was in JAG, I would ask the kids, I'm like, man, they like, I wanna do this and I wanna, I was like, well, how many of you got a class right now that you got a teacher that don't understand you. The kids will raise their hand. You know you can do something about that will be my next statement to them. You know you can do something about that? And they like, how? Instead of you going and wanting to be a producer, I'm not knocking that. Mm -hmm. Do that on your own time. Do that. But we're talking about change and impact. You yeah. just told me how 
that teacher made you feel. They didn't understand you. And so you didn't perform as well as you could have in school because you and your teacher didn't have a connection. You can do that. Well, you want to be a producer. How about you be the music teacher and you go back to your school and you be the music wow. teacher? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I challenge them in that way. But they are already seniors now. They already got their ideals. The world has shaped them. Their lived experience has shaped them. So yeah. they heard what I said. It was kind of like one ear, one ear and one ear and one out the other. And so we need to start early and we need to start championing. And we need to start talking about uh, educators, man, way better than we do. The pay, of course, needs to needs to increase because that's a lot of what kids, why would I want to go do that? They don't get paid nothing. Right. You know what I mean? And when you think about the importance of the job that teachers have. Yeah. We got to take it more seriously. Come on, man. Like something got to change. How are we how are we paying um, the, the people in charge of the next generation of life, of the world? No, don't even call it success. The right. next generation, period. How are we getting paid peanuts? Yeah. And then you got you got folks that, that don't do nothing. You know, you leave work right. when you want, you show up when you want, make a yeah. hundred thousand doing it. You know, you just gotta show up and talk to somebody, but the folks teaching the next generation yeah. gotta have two and three jobs to make something. And you think about it, and it's so twisted because the pay is here, but the expectation through the roof. Oh my God. And what teachers have to go through and what's required of them. They can't get done what they need to get done in the time that they're at school. So mm. all of them are taking their work home. Mm. Most of them have families. And so it's like, are you serious? I don't get paid in the summertime unless yeah. I take, uh, I, I minimize what my pay is through the school year so that I can still get some money coming in. You know what I mean? Like, I know because I asked, I have friends that are teachers. And I would like sit as I became an adult and I would have conversations with teachers like, bruh, or sis, how you do that? Mm -hmm. Like, man, that's crazy. But they're so passionate about what they're doing right. because they understand they understand the cost and they understand, mm -hmm. you know, the importance of what they're doing, man. And so we do have to, we have to legislatively. We got to rethink that. We got to, man. We got to rethink that. Because then you, because then it's, it's a trickle down because then we wonder why we don't have enough teachers in the classroom. Yeah. And why, and why the turnover is so great. Why? Yeah, you know, because I came in on fire, and I'm like, yeah, this ain't what I thought it was gonna be. Like, I got, I got the potential that I could get beat up. Somebody could bring a gun. To school. Like, there's so many that's things. True. You know what I mean? And so that's going through everybody's thought processes. They say, well, do I want to go work over here? Yeah, I want to be a teacher. Well, I don't have to worry about a lot of those things if I go over here. And so, you know, we got we just got to be real and have those open and honest discussions about, man, what's really important? We can't say that our children are our future and then we don't invest in our educators. These are the conversations that have to be had. And, and that's the point. That's why this podcast exists. You know, it's, it's hard to articulate it. Just It's hard to, for me to just say it. But these yeah. are the conversations. These are the uncomfortable conversations. You know, yeah. Some folks don't want to hear them. Some folks don't want to think about it. Or, or you don't have the time to sit there and talk about it. You know, right. so um, th these these are the conversations that have to be had in education and have not been. They've just been blatantly disregarded in a lot of ways. Because there's no way, there's no way with all of the changes that we have in this world, technology-wise, lifestyle-wise, all these changes we have, how does education continue to stay the same? Yeah. You know, and, and we know about systems of, of systematic oppression and whatnot, but, right. but this is, the, the whole system is flawed. 
um, right. in a big way. You know, we got to do something to to change that. Absolutely, and 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 it takes people uh, to be unafraid to have those conversations. Are you gonna ruffle some feathers? Of course, but okay, because at the end of the day, it's gotta be. It's kind of like when people talk about protesting. It's like okay, we done protested. We done protested for years. Yeah for some action now and so yeah. we've talked about this issue for a long time now it's time to, to put some things in place for some action and so yeah. uh man i'm 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 uh i'm excited uh about where things are going or could potentially be going because of people like yourself and other educators uh who are young and who are on fire and who are passionate about what they're doing and so you know they like but we got to get them all together and get them in the same room and let's let's bounce ideas off each other. Let's get the whiteboard. Let's talk about this, that, and the other. And then we need to take it to those systems or take them to those. Uh, uh, what's uh, the the what is it the the school boards? We need to take it to the school boards and have those. You know those. Man, we need to have real talk today. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, we got to stop dancing around this issue. Uh, we need to have some real talk because our kids are suffering from it. Because we also know that. Uh, relationships matter, and so there's attachment that happens uh, as a, as a, with the student and the educator. And so I get attached to, to Mr. Gammons, and then because Mr. Gammons gets frustrated because he feels undervalued, mm. uh, and then he mm. leaves, and he leaves, and then that student who was thriving in this classroom with this teacher is now like, you know what? I let my guard down. Mm. I let him in, and then he left. We don't know what that creates for and how hard it's going to be for the next teacher. And so we got to think about all of these things that, that could potentially happen. And yeah. we don't. You know, we just kind of like, okay, we're just going to get another teacher in here. And you as a student, you need to do what you're supposed to do because you're the student and I'm the teacher. Mm. And that's not how that, that works, man. I'm working on getting the book published now. I got the transcript done already. It's called Every Decision Counts, Eight Lessons I Wish They Taught Me in School. And, and so oh, wow. I took um, some podcast episodes from my earlier days and um, from when it first started and, and I basically turned those into uh, parables for middle high school students. And so okay. it goes through some of my stories and, and some, you know, Robert Torres from South Bend, uh -huh. flipped his life uh -huh. all the way around. I talked okay. to a dude that um, was homeless for a while and on drugs and, and ended up starting an insurance company out of a crack motel. So different lessons like that that I'm trying to put put out there for the kids. And I wish they taught me this in school. And the lessons are, are real simple. Failing got me started. Make new mistakes. Surround okay. yourself with only quality people. Release the expectations of the world. Hold nothing back. But just real simple practice okay. that students can use. So I'm going to keep you posted on that too, man. I'm really excited about it. You know what, bro? I gave you your props early on uh, about how you inspired me when I met you uh, uh, as a young man. You're still a young man, but even younger man. And just your, your, your passion uh, to do what you're doing. Like, you seen yourself doing this when we met in 20, mm. I think it might have been 2014, yeah. 15. Yeah. And so to see you, uh, man, flourishing in this, man, is phenomenal. But with the book thing, man, I've been dancing and playing, man, with this book, man. And so one other notch in your belt is I'm <laughs> glad you did it. Uh, because now that only gives me 
uh, the, the, the drive, man, to get my eyes out the way, man, because get it done, man, because people need to hear what we got to say. Yeah.